What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. You. Thanks so much for listening to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Made to Move Physical Therapy, and we believe that movement is medicine. If you have been dealing with pain that's preventing you from doing what you love, and if you're looking for a healthcare provider to help you meet your goals, then go to madetomovept.com slash contact us. That two is the number two. Fill out the form and reference the Healthy Charleston podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first session. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Hannah Briel. And on today's episode, I talk with Dr. Brian Reinhardt from Neighbors Med, which is located between Hanahan and Park Circle. So Dr. Brian and his business partner, Dr. Martin Smith, have set out to create excellent medicine at an affordable price because they saw holes in the healthcare system and they wanted to operate outside of the traditional system. So with the direct primary care model at Neighbors Med, they have found a way to be the doctors they want to be by building genuine relationships with patients, serving their community at an affordable price, and providing access for their patients. So during this episode, we talked a lot about healthcare as a whole and the system and the holes in the in the current system, how we've gotten to that system, the extreme falsely elevated prices, and this is something that I was even shocked to hear. We also talked about the, the direct primary care model, which is essentially cash-based, um, cash-based primary care, the problem of third-party payers, cost transparency, and why it's so important in healthcare, and also it's interesting in healthcare, it's one of the only things that we're okay with it not being transparent. And we also talked a lot about like putting the decision back in the patient's hands. So you can find Dr. Brian and his practice at neighborsmed.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today I have with me Brian Reinhardt with Neighbors Med and the Harvest Free Medical Clinic. And I think I said it wrong. It's not the harvest. It's harvest, right? That's right. Brian, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, excited. Excited to hear more about what you do and why you do it. So to start, let's start with what Neighbors Med is, when you started it, um, what drove you to create that? Yeah. So... Dr. Marty Smith and myself started Neighbors Med um, about 18 months ago in August of 2019. Um, We had worked together for five years previous to that um, at Denton's Medical Center, which is a company-owned medical clinic for the employees and families um, of Denton's uh, shipyard. 
Um, and so it sort of functions as a direct primary care clinic for that specific company. And I'll, we can talk about what direct primary care is later later on as we go along. Um, so Dr. Smith and I had worked there uh, together, uh, both at Denton's Medical Center and at the Harvest Free Medical Clinic for uh, five years together. And one of the holes that we saw as we looked at the medical system, there's lots of holes and lots of places for improvement, but one of the holes that we saw that we had a passion to try to meet was um, folks that uh, are trying to access medical care and they have some income, so um, uh, so they're not going to be eligible for Medicaid or some of the other opportunities, but, um, uh, but for whatever reason they don't have health insurance. And so what we found is, is it's really expensive and difficult to access medical care um, in the traditional system without uh, insurance. And basically that's because um, the whole pricing system is based on um, uh, elevated, falsely elevated prices that are then negotiated between um, insurance companies and providers or insurance companies and hospitals. And um, so then they negotiate those rates down. But if you walk in to pay, um, your, your payment um, is based on those elevated prices. Now, you might say, well, I, they give me a 20% discount. Well, it was already elevated. When it was elevated 60, 80, 100, 200%, percent, and you're not 20% off of it, you, um, you're still paying a, a bundle and paying way more than what it actually costs to, to um, carry out that care. So we saw that hole in the system, and it wasn't just us. We didn't, um, we didn't come up with that idea. We, um, we have seen that. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a movement that's grown mm-hmm. around the country. And, um, and so, so we, we saw that and, and became passionate about it and sort of saw it as the next um, an extension of what we were doing at the free clinic and so at Harvest Free. And so um, Harvest Free, we basically take care of folks that um, don't have any means to pay for, um, pay for care. Some, some of the folks, some of the patients there um, do have um, jobs, but um, they really can't afford any care. And so we saw this as something to come up beside what we were doing at Harvest and it's kind of the next step out of out of that clinic, and so, um, so while we're not a free clinic by any means, and we, we see people of all um, different uh, socioeconomic levels, but we saw it um, as part of the purpose is to provide care for folks that uh, that don't have insurance, and, and for that to be affordable care. I was going to say um, nowadays, and of course, being in this bubble of of cash based and direct yeah. primary care. It's not. It's not just the people in that bracket who can't afford insurance. It's it's people who want more than their yeah. insurance gives them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like exactly that of seeing people from a lot of different socioeconomic backgrounds because, yeah. like you get you filled the bracket of have a job but not enough to pay for insurance because right. it's almost like the worst spot to be yeah. in. Right. There's a movie. Um, I think it's called like Hustling Down, and it's about this woman who like declines raises and she tries to find jobs that are like even lower pay because as soon as she gets a little bit like paid more everything is taxed more yeah. and she yeah. has like, it's just yeah. Yeah. it's so ironic yeah 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 it's just yeah. that worst spot to be in yeah no that's what we felt like too is that um um sometimes that's the uh, it's a it's a bad place and 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 part of it is even just the um um no access to primary care, so then you end up in the emergency room or, mm. or urgent care, and, and the cost of care goes goes through the roof. And um, and so yeah, I mean, it's a, we we felt like one of the worst spots to be in um, 
if, if you really have no money, then there's then there's sort of care for you, and if you um, if you have insurance, then there's care for you. But the the folks the folks that were kind of in the middle were um, uh, were were in a, in a bad spot. So, um, but we've also realized. Um, that uh, it works really well for small companies as well. Mm. Um, so small businesses, um, it's again health um, health coverage is an issue for those folks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy expensive for you know a company of five, ten, twenty people to provide um, to provide health coverage mm-hmm. for um, for. For their employees, and and they're competing against um, against the bigger players in the field. So, for example, we had a um, company that's been a great encouragement to us. Um, just name them because uh, they're they've been uh, they've been so so encouraging to us, and and they've been a cheerleader of what we're doing. But um, but uh, the folks up at Inline Packaging in North Charleston, um, so they came on board almost right as we were opening our doors in 2019, and um, they have about thirty to thirty-five employees, so they were um, they had seen a seventy-plus percent increase in their insurance premiums over the last oh over a couple of years prior prior to coming on board with us. So what they did is they switched to uh, direct primary care, so membership with us, and they um, they partnered that with. Uh, a program called Sedera, which is a health sharing program. So, so that's a whole other realm of kind of that we we engage with because we feel like it's really helpful. But mm-hmm. they they um, sort of function as insurance companies, but they're not insurance, so they're not um, uh, they don't have to operate by this under the same rules and regulations as insurance companies. And um, so they can sort of pick and choose what they pay for. It sounds bad, but this um, they lay it out clearly what they're mm-hmm. going to pay for. But um, uh, meaning they're not going to pay for a $350 inhaler for someone who has COPD that was caused by smoking. They just would say mm-hmm. that's a that's a self-induced um, thing, mm-hmm. and that's how, that's how they trim some of the costs. And so, um, so this company, uh, Inline, switched. They combined us with uh, Sedair with Neighbors Med membership, and um, they they were they were thinking they were going to save like maybe six figures um, in in, oh, in a wow. year um, of. Uh, for the, on their healthcare costs, but um, they've loved it. Um, it's been a great, um, it's been a great partnership. We're, we're super, again, we're super thankful for them. So uh, they were supplying like health insurance yeah, benefits full, before, full health insurance for thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so now they're um, they actually um, they actually pay a um, the company pays a larger portion of mm-hmm. the health uh, health package. And but the company's still saving a ton of money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's um, and and they in general they, they really really like it. Um, yeah, and, um, it's so. like being a, working in a small business. You yeah. know, it's me, Dane, Eve, yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Like it's four yeah. of us. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty small. Yeah, uh, my dad works for a smaller business. Yeah. My mom, however, works for a big pharmaceutical company. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vertex, so I like them better than most big pharma companies, but I will say she works for a pharmaceutical company, and her benefits are amazing yeah. because they have so yeah. many employees. Sure. sure. But if you now that I have turned twenty six, so mm-hmm. trying to figure all that out, like yeah. switching from my mom's to my dad's a few months ago would yeah. have been insanely uh, yeah. expensive yeah. comparatively. Yeah. Um, and you don't really realize 
like you're like, oh, every job should have benefits, right? Yeah. But like, it's a lot for your uh, employer yeah. to pay, uh, uh, um, yeah. especially if there's only a few employees. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, your option is perfect for a company yeah. like Made to Move, right. and for right. so many people that I talk to, like entrepreneurs, right. Um, right. physical therapists, right. so that we don't have to pay thousands of dollars yeah. for health insurance yeah. that we won't even use. Yeah. yeah. Also, real estate, the whole real estate industry, for oh. the most part, most of those folks are contract employees. I didn't for, even think about for the most that. part. So, uh, so yeah, so there's all kinds of jobs out there that you're like, hey, this really fits and this really helps people. D- down to, again, the reason why, the kind of foundational reason is we, we want affordable health care. Mm-hmm. So, um, so some of those jobs are quite high-paying jobs. We take care of folks that work in the restaurant industry and, you know, they, they can, you know, 50 bucks a month is, is about what they, and that's about what it costs to be a member at a clinic. But, um, but that's um, that's what they can afford, and, um, and so we want it to be priced so that um, again it provides affordable healthcare for folks. But yeah, um, but yeah, small business is a big big deal, mm-hmm. um, and um, and 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 those businesses, particularly like the particularly like Inline, is competing with the you brought up a big pharma company, mm-hmm. but um, but like the Boeing's of the world. And that's what Chad, yeah, who's the uh, manager um, up at up at Inline, he said. You know, we're trying to we're trying to compete with these and. And Boeing's benefits are like, I'm sure, like your mom. So, um, so they're it's crazy, you know, how how generous they are. But um, and you can do that when you have thousands upon thousands oh, yeah. of employees and just the but, resources, yeah. Right, but when you don't, um, then it becomes really really tricky. So and like, I mean, this could probably be a completely like separate podcast, but people that take the job just because of the benefits, yeah. And there is a, something to be said of. If the benefits are that amazing, like look at the job yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. because you kind of turn into a cog in the wheel. Yeah, yeah, but you're like, yeah. oh, but the benefits are amazing. Yeah, yeah, like, would yeah. you even use them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you mentioned falsely elevated prices. Two hundred percent. They can be up to two hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example from this morning. <laughs> this happens all the time. But uh, I give two two big examples. This is this is a uh, this is a a medication um, mm. example. So I had a patient that was um, uh, that texted me because that's how we communicate um, largely with our patients. Uh, I mean, we have office visits, traditional mm. office visits, but um, but for things that don't require an office visit, med med refills, um, normal lab results, we communicate via text all the time. After hours, we communicate via text all the time. Um, and so this patient had text texted me and said, well. I need a refill on this particular medication. She's normally been getting it from our office because we dispense meds out of our office as well. So we, we purchase medicines and um, we dispense them at cost out of our office. So um, and we find that we can, um, we can beat the best um, community price probably 80%, 90% of the time. And that when I say best community price, I'm talking about... Um, if, Folks, or you are familiar with GoodRx, mm-hmm. but um, so we, we use GoodRx as our measuring stick. Hey, mm-hmm. this is what you can get for GoodRx. This is and we're, and we're we have zero motivation. Again, we're selling that cost. We don't care whether folks get their medicines from us or on the outside. Mm-hmm. We want whatever's most convenient for them. A lot of times that's driven by cost, but sometimes that's you know, if they live thirty minutes away, it's not convenient for them to drive to our office. So we're happy to send them mm-hmm. um, to a to an outside pharmacy. But so it's, this patient lives. Um, up in the Somerville area, and um, and she was texting me about uh, a particular medicine that she's gotten filled at our office before, and so um, and so she said, well, can you send it to uh, this pharmacy? She gave me a pharmacy name, and I looked on GoodRx, and it was going to be 
a hundred and twenty nine dollars. I think it was. I think it was under twenty nine. It was under twenty hundred twenty nine dollars. And then I looked. I said, "Well, the best good RX price is twenty dollars." Mm. And then I said, well, we can get it for you for like $11 and 88 cents. So when you say, so when you say 200%, that is real. And this is, and this is like $11. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why are we paying $129 for this? And that's through the, that's through the coupon program, right? That's through GoodRx, which is like a coupon program. So, um, so that's, that's a reality. Um, the other reality is this, um, uh, we had a patient who we, we try to keep our patients out of the emergency room or urgent care. So they have our uh, either my number or my partner's number that they can reach us after hours. Um, but we had a patient that um, ended up having to go to the emergency room. This was a little over a year ago. He um, he had really bad back pain, so we went there over the weekend after we had tried to we tried a few things mm-hmm. and um, it, it, it was it, he needed to be seen. And so. Um, so he went there on Sunday, he got an MRI done, and they um, said, you need an epidural injection, steroid injection in your back. Um, and so they gave him the, this was a major hospital, of course, mm-hmm. and so they gave him the uh, the person in their system that could do the epidural injection, mm-hmm. and he lets us know, and we said, okay, well, let's, let's check that out for you. And part of this, part of the the, the uh, medicine story, or part of this story is, is that we, we really navigate um, the healthcare system with our patients, and so we kind of we sort of laugh a little bit at um, the idea of or the, the um, institutional idea of of a of a, um, a, a medical home or a primary care home. Like that's the there's a name that that's like a real name, and so we, we sort of laugh at that sometimes. We're like, man, was it are they really a primary care home? Mm-hmm. But but that's what we feel like that we are. That's what we're, we're like we're, we're walking through this through these. Um, medical decisions and these um, and life with these patients, but so this guy says, "Hey, this is where they sent me. This is where they're sending me to." Um, I said, "Okay, well, let's let's call and check out how much it's going to cost for an epidural injection." And so, um, so we we um, we called, and um, it was first of all they couldn't tell us, which is sketchy, which is always, but it's <laughs> but it happens all the oh, time. Oh, it's, it's like oh, it's, you're good. We'll send you a bill. It's, it's ubiquitous. It happens all the time. Nobody can tell you. And I'm like, but. But this is this is not even. I can sort of understand that if you don't know my insurance company. But this is a this is a self pay patient. So why should you not be able to tell uh, me how much yeah. you're going to charge me? Right? Like that should be on a cost sheet somewhere. Somebody should be able to tell us that. But they can't. So so they said, well, we can't tell you how much it's going to cost, but we can tell you you have this charge, and you have this charge, and you have this charge, and there's and then there'll be another fee in there. And we won't. We don't know how much that's going to be. But we but we can add up these two or three charges, and we know that that's going to be two grand. Okay, oh, two no. grand plus something plus yeah. question mark. Okay, <laughs> so, so then we called somebody else that I had worked with previously, and um, same kind of thing, same story. We can't really tell you how much it's going to be. We know it's going to have this cost and this cost, and it's going to be some other cost. So it's going to be like fourteen, eleven, fourteen hundred bucks okay. plus, plus okay. question mark. So then we called um, imaging specialists who's been so, they're so kind to us and they're so awesome. And so we would um, I would champion them anywhere because they're they're fantastic they've been great to work with and so uh, they give us uh, great self-pay pricing um, and um, but I didn't think about them straight off the bat because we do all our imaging there but I hadn't thought about getting an injection there but yeah. so we so we called them up and they said it's gonna be 300 bucks I was like 300 bucks like what's the rep like what's the no other add-on mark. no no question mark 300 bucks so, so when you say, is it really, does it really, is there really 200%? Yeah. Like, and that's what I, I mean, 
three hundred to two thousand plus something is well more than two hundred. Well, uh, that's, more. Yeah. that's in the other hundreds of percent or whatever uh, markup. So, so it's just it, it's crazy, and people don't know how to navigate it, and um, and 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 it's hard to navigate unless you know the places to call mm-hmm. and the things to do. And so, so that's what we try to do is is we try to do our homework and um, and we try to do that so that so that other people. I mean, the the person that's benefiting there is the patient. And so that means they're going to they're exactly. going to they're going to stay with us because they want they like that relationship they like feeling cared for and well, that's so, why they come to you and for that's care right, that's right they come for us, to us to be cared for that's what we want to do not so. so that the insurance company benefits or the pharmaceutical company yeah, benefits that's right that's right and we understand that people have to make the money and even even under the medicines we understand okay we're not making money off of that and the drugstore is or whatever but but still you're like really like there's still a lot of anyway so. Um, why so, is it so elevated? Yeah, I think I think it's this. Um, it's the third party payer system just muddies the water. It really does because it's not like I'm coming to you and I'm saying, okay, Hannah, how much is this? How much is this physical therapy mm-hmm. treatment? It's, it's you get this. So I'm not really paying you for it, and um, and you're working with another person, not you specifically, right, but yeah. I'm saying a, a provider's working with through it through a third party, and so. There, it would be different if if we just sat down, and it is different for us if we just sit down and we say, and people people value different things. We, I mean, they may say, um, again, you let people kind of choose what they mm-hmm. want to value. So again, you say, okay, well, back to the lady this morning that I was the patient I was texting back and forth with. She decided that it was worth it to pay twenty dollars in Somerville than to get her medicine from us for 11 why yeah. get that yes yeah. it's, it's not worth nine dollars it's, not worth, to, to, it's yeah. not worth it for her to drive down she's super but busy she got to choose but she got to choose and then it's her money she's spending mm-hmm. it's not somebody else's money so um so um so you get to choose and you get to say okay do i want to spend this or do i want to spend mm-hmm. that okay well you 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 get a lot of a lot of choice in that rather than saying okay well no um this is this this is what it is and and there's this kind of um, again, there's this kind of mystical price. We don't really know what things question are. Question mark. Yeah. I mean, 2000 question mark. It's, it's yeah. crazy. And, um, and you know, for we, you know, it's inconvenient for us. But this was really, um, again, we, we have a heart for the poor. That's why we do the um, free medical clinic. That's why we try to make our prices affordable. Um, but this kind of came home. It really sunk in for me a few years ago. I was at the, I was at that is medical center, and so, and so, they they have insurance there. I had the same insurance that, that all the other employees did. Cause I was I was an employee of the, of the shipyard, and um, and um, there was a test that my wife had to have, and I thought it was ridiculously expensive um, for what it was. And um, this patient that I was seeing, she had to have the same test. And she was going to need to have, repeat the, the recommendations was to repeat the test in six months, and I was uh, I told her that, and she was that's so expensive. I don't think I can do that. And I was trying to be empathetic with her, and I said, "Well, you know, we had to have the same test, and it is expensive." And um, but she didn't miss a beat. She looked me straight in the eyes, and she said, um, "There's between you and I is that you can pay for it, and I can't." And this is an employee that had full time work and benefits, mm-hmm. and um, and so. Um, it really, that really struck me, and I was like, wow. "Like it's expensive for you, wow. but you can pay for it." It doesn't. It's not going to change my budget. It's going to mm-hmm. change her budget. Again, it, it affects 
poor more than it does um, those who are not poor. And so, um, and, and the, the, the irony of that is, um, I think that test was about $900, and now our, our um, self-pay pricing through imaging specialists, it's about two or 250 It's just like gouging people. <laughs> I mean, again, this is the same test, and I can guarantee you, I, I gave you the example of the... Of the uh, of the medicines and that we're not trying to make money and so in some ways you can't it's sort of apples and oranges between us and the pharmacies but um, but with that price with imaging specialists it's not apples and oranges they're making they're making imaging specialists are still making a living off that they're, we're not giving them a coupon they're not they're not losing money off of yeah. us they're not getting supplemented they're not a non they're, they're not getting supplemented by the government or yeah. some other agency to um, do it this is a real this is a real price this is what it really costs and that's so, what people don't realize is that yeah. Like private insurance companies, CVS, all these hospitals, like they are not doing this for you. They are doing this for profit yeah. for a seven hundred dollar yeah. increase yeah. in one test. And and, and it's um, and so so every one of those layers is a layer of cost yeah. that keeps going on and on and on and on and on. So um, so yeah. So it, it, so you say how to get elevated? It's third party payers and um, and specifically thinking about that. It's it's all these different layers that. Oh, yeah. Because not only is it the third party, like, um, when you go to the hospital now, I think just getting a Tylenol is, like, over $50. Or, like, for me, as a student, to walk into someone's room who just got a knee replacement and introduce myself, spend maybe 15 to 20 minutes with them, put them through their exercise program and walk them, the charge is, like, two to $4,000. And I'm not getting that. First of all, I'm a student. Right. <laughs> um, sucks that they're paying for that. My PT supervisor isn't getting that. I'm like, who is right. getting that? Yeah. And why does it need yeah. to be two thousand to four thousand dollars? And then they're like, oh, well, that's just their price. Like, we'll discount it. But like you said, like a discount on an extremely elevated price is not a discount. It just fools you to think, oh, I'm getting a deal. Yeah. But I don't make two thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, no. that's not what I went to school for. I would probably not be sitting here right now if I made two thousand dollars an hour. And neither would you. You'd be right. making more than me. That's right. That's mm. right. No, yeah, it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy system. And again, part a large part of what we do is, is help people navigate that. Is help. I mean, and you just have to. There, there's places that, that are hard to you're like ah this is sort of a dead end but um, but there those are fewer and far between um, there's there's lots of opportunities there to um, to uh, to get things done very reasonable I mean we I mentioned labs we do labs in our office mm-hmm. too and um, and so again we do them at cost and um, so I mean it's it's pennies on a dollar what mm-hmm. you would pay for I didn't even know that know. was possible like for yeah. you to get meds and yeah. labs yeah. at cost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of just like shines a light on all the other people that are not doing it that way. Yeah, it's just, but but it's a system, and everybody sort of buys into the system, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, I mean, physicians buy into the system, but part of it is you have to be willing to do that. I mean, um, we work in a in a system now where um, it we haven't grown large enough to be able to add somebody on yet, but we hope to in the next few years, and so. um, but that that's not that's not easy either because you're compete again. It's sort of like the Boeing um, scenario. You're competing with um, somebody can go, somebody can come out of medical school and work for, or come out of residency and work for a, a hospital system, which is what most people do. Most mm-hmm. most most practices are are owned by um, big um, healthcare entities, and um, and so you get a guaranteed salary. 
and so it's hard to compete. Huh, guaranteed salary versus versus scrap and try to try to make this thing work. <laughs> and text your patients on off hours. Hmm. What's, <laughs> what, what am I going to do? What works? But we love what we do, and and our mm-hmm. patients love um, love what they get. And so it's so it's really it's totally worth it. But um, but um, there's a system that, that and, and it all like it all everybody buys in that system and and part of it is when you're in the middle of it you can't do anything about it unless you get out that's what yeah. we did like you can't you can't know you can't tell your patients how much stuff's going to cost because you legitimately don't, don't know. know do you have some responsibility for that hey, maybe you do because you're part of a bigger system mm-hmm. but um, but you if, if you come in and have Cigna and the next patient comes in and has Blue Cross Blue Shield you don't know you have no idea. You don't know how much it's going to cost that patient. Yeah. You don't know how much it's going to cost them to, to get surgery. You don't know how much it's going to cost them to um, to get PT, to go um, to get this medicine from the pharmacy. And we're like, okay, well, the only way you can do that is you get out of the system mm-hmm. and you can you can know how much stuff costs because you press people to, to give you real costs. And, and you just um, give transparent prices. Yeah, and you give transparent prices to people. Do you feel like a lot of the reason why... People that come out of residency, they're fresh out. They they choose the hospital, the system path is because of student loans. Sure, that plays into it. Again, it's a, the system. When you say the system, it it's starts like, it starts like here, and then it gets bigger, and you're like, oh, what about that layer? What about mm-hmm. that layer? What about that layer? And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, so it does. Again, there there are ways to do it. Um, there are ways to. Do it. It's tough to come right out of residency if you have student loans um, and take a job where you're um, not making any money um, and. Um, and make it work, but there are ways to do it. Um, I mean, there's been uh, people that have done it uh, because they have. Um, uh, I mean, part of it is you you bought into the the. Mm-hmm. It's a vision. It's a vision. Yeah. And what what are you buying into? Like so, we had the uh, privilege of going out and spending um, uh, a few days. Uh, Dr. Smith and I spent a few days with. Um, uh, some folks out in Wichita, Kansas, mm-hmm. um, and they um, they have a direct primary care clinic out there, and um, and they started out a residency. And part of the way that they made it work is that um, the the one guy, who, the one provider who started it, his wife was a nurse, and so mm-hmm. she worked. And um, now again, they're not they're not they're not living. They're not rolling in it. They're not rolling in it, and and but we're not either. And, become a doctor. Um, and right, but so but again, part of it goes back to your vision. What do you mm-hmm. What do you want? What do you? Um, how do you want to take care of patients? And so, um, so I say that not to complain in any way. We're like we'll, the the model works in that you can make a living. Yeah. And live very comfortably, but um, but it, it's it's simply not. Um, you're not going to make what you make if you go work for the hospital, but. You get to take care of patients in the way you want to. And, you get to uh, choose, like and, the woman yeah. who chose eleven yeah. or twenty. Yeah. You get yeah. to choose. Yeah. You get to say the hey, quality yeah. and the convenience. Yeah. We're going to do this, and this is how we're going to do it, and this is how we're going to take care of patients. Well, and the cognitive yeah. dissonance too that I'm yeah. sure comes with yeah. like I've talked to um, like primary care physicians or people that have transitioned to direct primary care, and they were just like looking at themselves in the mirror, like how have I become this? Like, this yeah. is not the way that yeah. I wanted to practice. Yeah. And the only way you can fix it is yeah. by getting out. As, as you get out of the, you get out of the so if the system, we talk about the system, yeah. Yeah. the system is pretty broken. Yeah, sure. And so we talked about, like, there were all of these holes in the system, and this is the one that you chose. Yeah. Why were you driven to choose this area? Yeah, I think probably um, a couple of reasons. One is... 
we spend more time with patients. So we haven't talked about that Mm -hmm. very specifically, but we spend more time with patients. So we give them very personal care. So I love that. Like the idea that, um, that, okay, we can know patients and, um, we get excited. Our pa- this is real, real stuff. Like our patients, they have a baby and they text me a picture of their baby, mm-hmm. like, like in the hospital kind of thing. Not because I'm going to take care of, well, I am going to take care of the baby, but, <laughs> but not because of that, because not, you form not, relationships. Not, right. Not for a medical reason, but for a, um, but for a, um, a friendship. Yeah. You know? And you so, really yeah, close. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, lo- I mean, that's why I did family medicine begin with. I love, I love relationships and, um, and one-on-one relationships. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so that's that's part of it. I think the idea that um, let's encourage folks that are trying to work hard and make ends meet, and, and there's mm-hmm. and that's not to say there aren't other people that that are that need to be encouraged or need need help. There's lots of other areas. There's lots of holes that need to be plugged, right? But um, you can't you but, can't plug them all. You can't plug them all. No, and you learn that when you work at a free clinic. There's there's um, mm-hmm. there's too many holes to plug, and you can't plug them all. So you got to say, what am I called to do? And so, so we would say, and that's sort of the question um, that you're asking. So, um, so again, relationships and um, and really valuing people's hard work and saying, goodness, you're working hard. You should be able to access. So, w- would we say it in the same way as as other people that healthcare is a right? I don't know if we'd say that or not. But we'd say, goodness, can we provide this in, in a much more affordable way to people? They're, work, they're working hard and trying to make ends meet. Sure, absolutely, and we're, and we're trying to do that. So, I think those are the the two big driving things. Um, I think those are big driving things for us, and we even we value those things at the free clinic too. Those are those are not those are mm-hmm. aren't things that we just value at neighbors. Those are things that we value at Harvest Free too. Because um, so we there's not many free clinics um, where you have regular providers every single week. So it's the same provider. So I have a, yeah. I have a panel mm-hmm. of patients there. They're my patients. They see me every time they come in, and um, and I know them. And again, it goes back to this value of relationship and feeling like, hey, we can give these people better care if we get to we know, know them, them. We get to know them, and they get to know us. And mm-hmm. so, and then we also try to um, try to challenge folks um, there to uh, to take responsibility for their care, and so not just to show up for a handout, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, but to really take responsibility for their care. So. I think, you know, when you think about how, like, healthcare used to be, there was a doctor that drove around to your house yeah. and that saw you and your kids and your parents, and it was, like, the neighbor's doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where the name kind of came from? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, a couple different uh, couple different levels. Um, so, Dr. Smith and I are literally neighbors, and, so, and we have been since we since. And we you are in a cult, I've heard. I even talk about that. Hundred percent true, but yes, he's in a cult, guys. We we live with two other families, not with them. We live. In, yeah. We live. We live. That would really be crazy. We live adjacent to. Although, although interestingly enough, uh, um, we have. I have lived with the Smiths when our house was getting finished, mm-hmm. and then. Um, uh, Dr. Martin, who's a pediatrician, the same office with us, different practice, but same office space. Um, and uh, his family lived with our family for a while while they were building their house. But yeah, so there's, there's three adjacent Sounds houses. like sister wives oh, to me. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, I think our kids think of think of those kids as brother and sister. Oh, yeah. they, they fight and, and love and fight mm-hmm. um, in the same way that, um, that brothers and sisters would. But um, yeah, so um, I can't even remember the question now. Neighbors. Yes, neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, 
So, so we're literally neighbors, um, and um, and that's been a great blessing to all our families. Um, and it really is fun to to know each other, and we really do do life together, and it and it is fun, and it makes you, um, it's it's great, and it, and it's hard. I I I would I describe it all the time as um, um, it's uh, it's sanctifying for our for our souls. Um, uh, in in a similar way that that marriage, uh, I, I I talk about uh, marriage and kids and community as the trifecta of sanctification. So you um, you get married and you realize uh, how bad you are. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> you have you have kids and you realize how bad you are, mm-hmm. and then you live in community and you realize how bad you are. So I said that, that that's a negative side, but but you get those. Um, you learn how to the the positive way. The positive way to to say that is is. Um, as you get married, you have kids, you, um, you live in community, any one of those three, not they all three have to be there, but, um, but um, any one of those three um, teaches you how to love people. Mm-hmm. Love people that are different than you. And so even though in some ways you look at our three families and say, oh, like, man, we're exactly the same. No, we're not. You start like planning mm-hmm. stuff together and figuring out how you um, think about this or celebrate this or discipline this or um, do those different things, and you realize, oh, wow, we're really different. Um, but you learn how to love each other too, which is really fun. So, um, so that's uh, that's probably the next layer to, the, or that's the other layer to the name. It's just not only we neighbors, but um, but um, we uh, um, we're not a, a Christian clinic by name, but um, but we would um, we we value what the Bible says, and it says to love love God and to love your neighbors. So that's what, that's what we want to do. Is we want to love all of our neighbors. And so, um, so that's, that's kind of what the name is. And it brings it back to like, community, community healthcare, yeah. you getting to know your patients, yeah. you having a relationship. Yeah. And I think there's such a, like an authority figure presence of a doctor. Like when you go see a doctor, it just feels like they're better than you. They're higher up. They're telling you what to do. And I think when you start to not like, not only you get to know me, but I get to know you yeah, as my doctor, yeah, yeah. that authority figure yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that goes away, and like now right. you can actually have a therapeutic right. relationship. Right. Right. And now, like, there's just so much more trust. We both know each other, but you're relatable. Like you said, like I had to pay for this too. Like, you're not just like this perfect shining figure that drives away in a super nice That's car right. anymore. That's right. And it's also like I now respect you. Like, there's a layer of vulnerability and like relatability. Right. Of, if I just acted like I was the, the best person in the world and I did all my exercises and I always ate yeah. perfectly, yeah. like yeah. no one's going to want right. to see me. Like right. we're all people. Right. We're all right. just people yeah. in this journey trying to use our gifts to lead each other in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. And, and the elements that you're talking about there are elements of, of genuine relationship, right? And, um, and vulnerability. And, and so that's, that's we, we want genuine relationships and, um, and that we feel like that's the... That's the context where we can care for, for folks the best, especially with the gifts you said. And I was just thinking about the question a minute ago, um, why, why are we doing this? And um, we feel like that's what we're gifted to do, is to say, hey, we want relationships. We really value that. We value knowing our patients. And, and, um, and we get to, uh, there's all kinds of crazy ways we get to see that and, and enjoy that and think about folks that we've... Uh, because because we practice a little community, I mean, people drive from all over, but there are folks from really close too. And um, I've uh, driven to a trailer park near our, um, near our practice and dropped off medicines on my way home. Um, I've dropped off 
uh, medicines at a friend's house in my neighborhood. Yeah. They come to see us too. And, and this was, this was like, you're talking about old school medicine. This was, uh, uh, I walked to give them, give them the, um, their medicine and, uh, and they're like, hey, we got these, uh, we got these fresh mangoes. Would you like some fresh mangoes? So they sent me home with this oh, bowl of yes. fresh mangoes. I was like, I was like, I, I got like paid in mangoes today. That's oh my awesome. Gosh. That, that so, sounds amazing. So it was, it was, it was fun. Like it, it wasn't that wasn't lost on me. That wow, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a that's a blessing of, of, of really being being a part of this practice and being yeah. a practice medicine this way. Which you, which is exactly right. Like we're just we're we're in it in it with these beside like shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulder with these people not not hey yeah uh, you come see us and we'll we'll kind of tell we'll you, tell how, you what how, to do. how to get your life together no, no 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 like we're shoulder to shoulder living life together and this is this is what we want how we want to do it and this is how we think that um that again we can serve this community best well that's how you make lifestyle behavior changes you don't make changes by not knowing someone and just being like blindly you should do this and that's just yeah. there's a sort of judgment that comes yeah. along with that there's like an assumption that like you help people by knowing them and yeah. knowing their struggles yeah. and knowing how like you can't help someone without knowing them yeah. that just seems second nature yeah. Yeah. you mentioned before a membership model yep. can you tell me about yeah. how your practice works yeah yeah we hadn't talked about specifics very much about that so um so basically um uh, people pay a, a it's about 50 dollars a month there's a little bit of age stratification question mark i'm just uh, kidding <laughs> Yes, a singer. Yes, no. I can tell you exactly. I'm glad you asked me. Yes. Yeah, so no, if you're um, if you're less than forty, it's forty five dollars a month. If you're more than forty, it's fifty five dollars a month. If you're, um, we have a family plan, which is our best value. Actually, it's one ten a month for a family of four. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So it's huh. so. Um, Does my dog count? <laughs> no, but laughably, we've gotten a puppy recently, and um, and we have. Ooh. My wife and I laugh about this, but now he's on a. He's on a membership plan with a local vet, oh. and we're like, "How is that? How do they charge more than what you charged?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's true. And so, um, so we laugh about that a little bit. But no, uh, family plan is our best value. But the so what? What to? How to think about that is um, so when folks come into the office, there's not an office charge per se. So they can come see us. It's gonna be the same if they see us zero times a month or if they see us twenty times a month. Um, the only charges in the office are for things that we actually do for you. You come in and we uh, swap you for flu. It's going to be $11. We tell you that up front. Hey, we're going to swap you for flu because of these symptoms. We think we need to swap you. It's going to be $11. You're going to see it on your next monthly bill. Mm-hmm. Um, or you come in and you have a cut and we sew it up. Hey, it's going to be $25. That's going to cover cover our costs for supplies. So, um, but, but otherwise, it doesn't cost you to come see us. Um, and um, again, that includes um, you get a number and you can text either myself or my partner. Um, and that's how most of the most of our communication starts. Hey, text us if you need to refill your medicines, if you need to be seen, if you have any other questions. And so, um, so we'll start with a text. We'll either reply via text, we'll um, set up a time to talk to you over the phone, set up a time for you to come in the office, whatever seems most appropriate for mm. the scenario. Um, and um, we talk about medicines and labs and imaging. All those are um, set pricing. We can tell you, hey, this is going to cost X amount of dollars, um, and you're going to see it on your next monthly bill. Most of the prices just roll onto your next monthly bill. Um, 
if it's imaging that costs more than $100, um, we have folks go ahead and pay up front. Mm-hmm. Um, none of those things, you don't get a bill from the lab, you don't get a bill from the imaging center, none of those things, you get additional bills from the outside. Um, so that's basically how the, um, how, the, how the membership works. So you are, by allowing people to text you, like you're preventing unnecessary office visits. All, all the office visits, or we would say more importantly, yes, office visits, but also, or maybe as importantly, needless ER mm-hmm. or urgent care visits. Yeah. Um, so all the time. I mean, two weeks ago, three weeks ago on a Sunday, my son stepped on a rusty mm-hmm. nail. It's a true story. My son stepped on a rusty nail. What do we need to do about it? This was Sunday. I got it while I was in church, and I replied after I got out of church. You know, so... Um, so, um, so yeah, so it's, it's needless office visits or, or this is a, another perfect example. Um, I was sitting at home, this was last summer, no, last, yeah, late summer, early fall. Um, sitting at home on the sofa, I tuck my kids in, I get a text from the mom. My daughter twisted her ankle at um, color guard practice. Mm. She's now really anxious about it and worried about it. Do we need to go to the ER now? This is like 8.30. Mm. Um, well, send me send me a picture and let me let me ask you a few questions. So we went back and forth. No, nope, you don't need to go to the ER. And actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and send a referral for um, an X-ray to imaging specialist. So you can actually go straight there in the morning, mm. get your X-ray done, come into the office, and I'll see you after that. So um, so I think all in X-ray, and we actually did X-ray the ankle and the foot because of where it was, and crutches, Ooh. and a boot. I think it was like 130 bucks, all in. Like what that was, did this girl that, do to her foot? She, uh, she rolled in. But there was a mild fracture there. There so was. There was a mild yeah. fracture. So she, so she had to be in a boot for six weeks. Yeah. But, so, so, what, so we were able to save her a trip to the ER, because mm-hmm. it was 8.30 and most surgery cares close at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, a tr- the ER would have gotten an x-ray and charged more. Mm-hmm. And said, hey, you have a fracture here and you need to see an orthopedic. So you send her orthopedic. She was seen an orthopedic. And oh, the they said, "Here, um, here's a here's a boot from our office. Yeah, that's going to cost you more. And um, then you come back in six weeks. So what we did was <laughs> we sent um, we use a um, an online consult service called Rubicon MD um, when we can, and this was a perfect case for it. So I sent a consult to um, to those folks and said uh, to an orthopedic, you can send any specialty you want. And I said, hey, here's here's the X, here's the here's what happened." Here's the here's mm-hmm. the X-ray. Here's what my plan is. Do you have anything to add to that? Nope. Sounds great. Um, go with that. Wow, so, love that. Um, so we, we utilize that as often as we can. And um, and typically when we utilize that, it's a it is a thirty dollar charge to um, to a patient. But um, oh but no, but thirty dollars. Right, so, oh god. So, like compared so, to right, what right, could right, be. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if to to walk in the specialist office is one fifty. So um, most of the time, at least. So, I um, mean, you're t- you're just so, taking out all yeah. of the BS, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so, the goose chase yeah, that patients are yeah, sent on, like. Yeah. I rolled my ankle. I went to the yeah. ER. So weeks yeah. later, I finally got in yeah. to see my ortho. Yeah. By then, yeah. I've been resting. So now yeah. my ankle's even worse. Yeah. It's just, yeah. 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 Mm. So, so those are the kind of ways. To, so back to texting. That, that's, how, mm. that's how it works. And we, and we can kind of save people a lot of, a lot of headache and, um, yeah. and money and you know, all these kind of things. So. so what does your typical day or like your week look like? Knowing that you have office visits, yeah. you're also yeah. texting, you're also yeah. doing random podcasts on a Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the office five days a week right now, um, and 
Um, that may change if, as we add on different providers, but um, but I'm in, in the office. I spend four and a half days at Neighbors. I spend a half a day week mm-hmm. um, at um, at the free clinic, um, and it's it's an interesting mixture. You say, what's what's the day? Um, I'm um, and we're, I'm still trying to get into the even after a year and a half, trying to get in the rhythm of what is that what does that totally look like? How do you how do you respond to texts appropriately and um, and uh, time wise appropriately and um, and um, keep everything else going because it's it's it is seeing patients in the office doing notes um, um, dispensing meds from our office. And when we dispense meds, and I order meds too, because I'm like, oh, we're down to, because mm-hmm. we don't just order a, a blanket amount every month. We'll say, oh, well, this, you know, we added this. So, so that takes time. All those things take time, and um, so it's a, it's busy. It's still, it's still quite busy. Um, but part of that is, I think, still learning, learning uh, rhythms and mm-hmm. and um, and systems. And we're we put a ton of those in place, um, um, but we we we're still um, we're still working on that, and we've had a. Um, our clinical manager has been um, out on maternity leave for the last couple of months. Mm. And so when you have a tiny little practice, I mean, it's just myself and myself and Dr. Smith are usually not there at the same time. And, um, and then um, two employees who work for us. So mm-hmm. somebody goes, somebody goes out. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Dean went out of town and we were like, <laughs> can't, okay. can't do that anymore. Come, come back. Come back. Like love that you're out of town. Relaxing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. come back. Yeah. 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 So, well, how like texting wise, like, yeah. You do you text back right away? Like, are there limits? Yeah. Yet? So you know, I mean, there are, and I t- we try, we try to set the um, set the tone for patients mm-hmm. appropriately and say, you know what? We, and I just tell people, I say, hey, we have families, so mm-hmm. so please use this for urgent visit or urgent needs because mm-hmm. we want you to, we want you to take advantage of it, and but just know we have families, and so please respect that. So so um, people do a really good job of that by mm-hmm. and large. Like by and large, they really do, um, and. Um, and so it, it totally depends on what it is. So if somebody texts me for, hey, um, I need to refill my blood pressure medicine, and it's 9.30 at night, I'm not going to respond to that. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take care of it the next morning. And they, and they don't have the expectation that, that, that yeah. I would most of the time. Most of the time, they're, again, expectations are really normal. Be I was, clear, I was yeah. texting late last night with somebody because they had texted earlier in the day. I'd seen them uh, last week in the office. And they were still having some symptoms. I had not gotten back with them, so I was doing some work at home. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check on them. So we went back and forth. But that's the complete abnormal. Yeah, and that was my, exception. I initiated that. And But, I, you know, at first we were a little bit nervous about it. But it's just sort of like normal flow of life now. Like, yeah. um, you're nervous. Oh, man, look, can I, can I set my phone down and go be in the water at the beach for an hour? Like, is that all right? And, and it is because it, uh, people, we, the other thing we set very clear is don't text us for emergencies. Don't text us for emergencies. If you have an emergency, like yeah. a, a legitimate emergency. Like, hey, know, I got a car like it's, it's Or it's clear. Like, again, we, we, the example I always use when, um, when we're, we spend a lot of time, we spend an hour with new patients getting their history mm-hmm. and, and um, kind of um, getting them acquainted with the practice. And so, so the example I always use is, hey, if you get a cut on your thumb, text me a picture and say, hey, you're wondering, does this need stitches or not, or whatever, it takes me a picture, and, and we'll figure that out, whether it's, whether it's, yeah, you need to go to the emergency room, yeah, you can go to urgent care, yes, we'll meet you to the office, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, whatever, whatever the, the best scenario to work that out is, we'll do it. Um, if you cut your thumb off, oh. <laughs> don't, don't text me, don't, don't, until you get to the emergency room, and you get it so back on, send me a picture, and say, hey, this is what happened today, but, um, but, but don't do this, and people get that, they, they don't, they don't, 
they don't text for emergency. So, so when they don't, that means that you have time. Again, even that cut finger, if it's a couple hours, do you mm-hmm. respond? Like, you have, you have time. There's time on your hands. You're not going to lose your finger. Yeah, and you're not going to lose your finger. Has anyone ever sent you something that is, like, completely, like, oh, my gosh, you need to go to the ER? Like, uh, or why have you texted me this? Like, no, any crazy story? I've, I've had some uh, 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 shortness of breath. Um, and that you were like, yeah. okay, this is legitimate, and and you need to um, mm-hmm. you need to be seen. Uh, but most of the time, again, people people know, and they make they make wise choices most of the time. And, um, and so, yeah, it's it works. It, it works by and large. It works really well. Now, yeah. if for for us, we again we talked about why why do we pick this? For us, it works really well. Um, if you feel like, hey, I need to completely leave the office and I can't mm-hmm. think of anything else then it's probably not like it probably won't work very well um, but also the other thing is is the number of patients that you like so so if you look at clinics that do this around the country the number of patients is about 600 per provider um, now Dr. Smith and I split it up in a different way we sort of function as one provider ourselves at that mm-hmm. practice rather than two um, and um, uh, so so we would say 600 between the two of us mm-hmm. but um but uh, so that that's a, that's like a quarter of what most primary care doctors would take care of. In how many that? So, how many a week would that be? So uh, so we I see probably about eight to eight to twelve patients a day okay. in the office. But again, that's I always sometimes look at the schedule like I only saw five or six today. How come today was so busy? Well, I sent. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to count how many texts I sent a day, mm-hmm. um, and I just hadn't sat down and done it. But but maybe I mean that could easily be you know thirty forty text easily mm-hmm. so so you're like well i only saw six in the office but i but i dealt with 12 or 15 yeah. patients or whatever and they're know? not all an hour like you don't have eight mm-hmm. to 12 hours no, no 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 they're not yeah. all an hour but we do tell patients that, that they uh, they have as long as they need and we yeah we never feel like we're rushing no, seven patients. minutes your time is up yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we never feel like we're rushing patients so um so um so yeah so it works um it, it works fine and um and the, the texting it's a, it's a good thing um, and occasionally you know um, occasionally you'll get busy and and, and you'll look out mm-hmm. and a couple but but most of the time even you know I mean we've we've just in the last month or so surpassed 500 patients in, in the practice and so um, but now you know even like off hours and afternoon er, and weekend hours are um, it's, it's not it's it's really no different than it was at like 200 patients or whatever like the, mm-hmm. the volume just doesn't seem it's just not that. It's yeah, because it bad. doesn't mean that you're seeing that much of an increase every single day. Yeah. But because of the membership model. Yeah, and you don't, but again, the, the volume that you're taking care of, and you know them very well. And that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know you know who your patients are, so you know them, so you feel very comfortable mm-hmm. waiting on something or feeling like, oh, you know what, I know this person, I know kind of how to, how to sort through this with them, you know, um, as opposed to... You know, if that person's, again, it kind of goes back to um, quality of care, quality mm-hmm. of primary care that you get out of an urgent care, out of an emergency room. Not that they're bad places. They're good for emergencies and for urgent needs. But um, but for a lot of these things that don't belong there, primary care being one of them, primary care done out of an urgent care out of the ER is bad. Why? Because they don't have the patients. It's not, a, it's mm-hmm. not that they're bad doctors. It's just that they don't, they don't, they're not their patients, so they don't know who they are. And so um, so we do know we do know them, and we have that that luxury and so you can give a lot better care and you can give again you can give care via text a lot of times mm-hmm. 
just because you know the patients really well, you know yeah. who they are, you know, so. So does that mean that you have a limit on the amount of patients in your practice? Yeah, so, right, so um, so we, when I said we hope to add somebody in the next um, year or so is, um, is because once we start to get close to that 600 number, um, mm-hmm. which has been, the growth has kind of step, stepping, mm-hmm. uh, step, um, step-wise at, at, at different times, and so we'll grow a little bit, and then we'll kind of, Grow real off, slowly, yeah. and then we'll grow a little bit more, and then we'll kind of level off. And so, um, so it's sort of hard to predict in some ways how how fast we're going to get there. But um, but um, but yeah. So once we, once we get above that number, then we'll start to say, okay, how do we add another provider so that um, so that we can continue giving good care to these. Folks? We can still yeah. know these people. Yeah, exactly. Get to the point where that's, you don't have any capacity that's, for that's, anyone, that's right. anyone else. Right. No, no, yeah. And there's days now where we're like, okay, man, we're full today. Like, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's no, and there weren't many days like that early on. Like, oh, like, yeah. Um, um, and there's still there's still big gaps. I looked at the schedule for next week right now, and this, there's big gaps in the schedule for next week. And I'm off two days at the end of the week, so nice. um, so yeah. so there's um, there's still room for growth. But uh, but yeah, we're set, we're certainly getting there, and you can feel it on certain days. You're like, oh man, we're busy today. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's this person needs medicines and this and that, but it's good. It's How good. did you go about setting your prices? Yeah, so we looked at uh, I think two big things. One, we looked at around at what other people were doing, um, and um, and we looked at our, uh, particularly our friends in Wichita and what they were doing, having the same vision. There's other, there's other visions for direct primary care. Again, ours are trying to keep our prices as reasonable as possible because we, that's, we want to take care of, we want to be able to take care of hourly employees. That's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to, that's really important to us. So, um, so we set prices that, um, one were, um, kind of comparable with our friends out in um, Wichita and then, um, and then also um, that, that allows what we thought were like, okay, most people that have jobs, even most people, this, is, this has changed over the eight years I've been at the free clinic, but, um, but most people there have a cell phone. Most people spend mm-hmm. more, than, more, than, more than 50 bucks on their, on their cell phone mm-hmm. bill every month. So, um, so that, that kind of helps us kind of gauge, okay, we, we feel like this, this is affordable for, yeah. for most people. And, and it's kind of fair to be true. Like, um, and we would say, hey, if you can't afford our $50 a month, you should probably come see us at the free clinic. And yeah. We're, and we're happy to see you. And, we, mm-hmm. and we've had, it's been interesting, we've had patients sort of go both ways. Like we've had, we've had free, clinic, seasons, free yeah. clinic patients that, again, were in this boat of they had jobs, they just couldn't afford anything out there mm-hmm. until we came along. And then they could afford us. So we've had free clinic patients that have, that have hopped over and joined us at Neighbors. And yeah. we've had some, some patients that, um, that we were like, ah, you know what? Really, we probably ought to just see it at the free clinic. Yeah. We're happy to do that. So, uh, so we've had yeah. kind of... Price so. anchoring, like, when you think about... Like, I, I recently... So, I'm moving on Friday. Moving to your side of town. So, I'm, um, I don't have any mangoes, but I will give you something when you deliver my medicine. So, I'm moving, and the stress of moving, I'm sure you know, is, like, insane. Yeah. It is physical. It is mental. It's long. So, I'm paying movers. Yeah. And what I'm paying movers is more than what we charge here hourly. And I'm yeah. like, isn't that kind of funny? <laughs> or like we were talking about photographers and we were like, some of these photographers charge more than um, what we charge for uh, hourly. Yeah. It doesn't mean like that they're better, that yeah. they're worse, but yeah. just realizing like when you go to pay for where you're going to stay in someone else's bed in a hotel yeah. or an Airbnb, yeah. how much are you paying for that? Right. It's all about what you value. Yeah. And yeah. The people that you that we see value their healthcare, like yeah. just like I value those two guys that are gonna come yeah. move all yeah. my furniture. Yep. Yeah. 
it's going to help so much. Yeah. Um, and they are, you know, it's physical labor so that um, you get paid a little bit differently for that for sure. But just knowing like what people value and yeah. again, you know, what other people are doing and what allows you to live out your vision and also like have time for you mm-hmm. and your kids, your four mm-hmm. kids, well, 12 kids pretty that's much right. That's right. You know, and your wife you and, you know, to enjoy life yeah. and all yeah. those things. Yeah. But yeah. you like all of that orchestrating that it's always going to be hard, but you wouldn't, I would argue that you wouldn't even be able to do it in a different system, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah. I have to orchestrate all these things. Yeah. Like, but thank God I get to orchestrate right. them. Right. Like I, right. I have a say. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, um, it would be tough. Yeah, yeah. no, and, and no, and you're right, and that's a great. We would say that's it's a great blessing. It's it's been um, it's been a lot of hard work getting something off the ground, which I think that's always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but it is a great it's a great blessing. We're super thankful um, to be able to to do what we do and know the people that we know, mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah, no, it's, it's it's great. Was there a breaking point for when you decided to leave? Like, um, yeah, it was. Um, uh, I felt like that I was supposed to do this uh, probably a year, a year and a half, um, fifteen months before we actually started it, and um, and or wait, maybe it's longer than that. Maybe it was two years. Yeah, it was by two years or two and a half years before, and. Um, and so I was just praying for a couple of things. One that um, that my wife would be on board. One and another that I would have a partner. And um, and as those things started falling into place, um, then uh, I realized, hey, this is this is what we should. This is really what we should do. Not just an idea that I'm mm-hmm. praying about, and saying, hey, is this what I really should do or not? But um, but no, this is these things are are actually coming to pass. And and so I think this is I think this is what we should do. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. So yeah. a year and a half in. Yeah, yeah, super fun. We're super blessed. Um, we've got great patients. We've got crazy. We've been so. We I don't even know how to talk about this, but we have, we have, we've been blessed with um, amazing employees, and so um, which is just such a blessing. Like it would, it would not happen mm-hmm. without them, and how awesome they are. So, um, so Anna um, Gonzalez and Sarah Christopher, they're awesome. Um, and I could just tell you story after story about the ways that they they really buy in. They really buy into the vision and what, what we're doing, and and they're they're all in, which is which is really really fun. It's it's fun to practice with uh, mm-hmm. with folks like that, and it's just, it's just a fun makes for a really fun environment. So. Yeah, being such a small business, like you, you have to become a family. Mm-hmm. If you don't become a family, someone's probably leaving, resigning, yeah. getting yeah. fired. Like yeah. it, and it, it's just so much more enjoyable and. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Christopher Brigman. Um, I just met him last week. He was on the podcast. Okay. So by the time everyone okay. listens to this, they will have met him. But okay. he was talking about the difference in leadership and employees. There's one that's transactional. If yeah. you're my boss, yeah. I do this for yeah. you. You yeah. pay me this. Yeah. And then there's transformational of yeah. we are all working together yeah. for this vision. Yeah. Yeah. And like what a difference that yeah, makes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all a difference. And and these girls, they totally get it, and that's how that's how they live. I mean, the amount of um, things that they've done after hours for our patients, and we don't ask them to do that, and they, they just they do it's it for the purpose. They do it's it because the they want to. They they want to care for these folks well, um, and 
and they, they get it and it's 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 super encouraging it makes you want to mm-hmm. work even harder to say um to say yes this really is a this really is a good thing yeah um, so yeah it makes all the difference and we're, yeah. we're super super thankful so where can our listeners find you and your practice yeah so um so easiest way is to go to neighborsmed.com um most of what we've said today is on the website um uh and there's ways to get in touch with us there you can um you can email us directly from the website um if you decide hey this is a good thing for you um you can um, sign up directly from the website there's a become a member button on the first page of the website click on that and you um fill out the um kind of health information background uh paperwork uh digitally and then um put in uh, a form of payment that we can debit every month and um, and that's it. And then we, you hear from us. You submit that, and you hear you hear from us real quick. So, no Instagram. No, no, we do Facebook. We oh, Facebook. come on! You got to get with it. <laughs> I know. We, you got to hire someone we'll, to get with it. We'll get that on our marketing department. You got to get on the TikToks <laughs> and the reels and do all the funny dances. Yeah, for sure, it's fun. Awesome. But the other thing I will say that I will say one other thing about that is um, getting in contact with us. If, uh, we we get part of part of what's hard um, is people trying to get their mind around what we do is outside the insurance model. And we we get that we, we feel like that I describe it all the time is um, even if people feel like that uh, healthcare is expensive and they don't know how to navigate it and they're getting um, they're getting a bad deal from their insurance company. It's still there's still a linus blanket effect. They still mm-hmm. want to hang on to that linus blanket. I think we can't. We can't access healthcare outside of this this insured world, and so um, so if people have questions and they say, "Hey, I just I just want to come talk to you. I just want to figure out would this work for me, or how would this work, or I have this medical problem. How how does this how how do you guys how would you guys work with it?" So we do meet and greets at our office all the time. It doesn't cost you any money. We're not going to pressure you into signing up. So you know, so people come in and sit down and talk to us, and, and we're happy to kind of share and give them more personal. Hey, yeah, ask us any question you want to about your healthcare and how we handle it. And um, how much medicines would cost for what mm-hmm. you get in our office and those kind of things. Meet so, and greet. I love meet that. Meet. Yeah, yeah. happy to do it anytime. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brian. This has okay. been awesome. Thanks so much. We, all, we love talking about direct primary care and uh, what kind of things are going on in the community. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.